Hopefully, I sound alright to you, but I have been sick for the last several days. Oh no. Yeah. It's still unclear what it is, because Aaron... I I couldn't get tested. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I can't get tested until Tuesday, because... The, t- the ironic thing about living here is in other parts of the country, it's hard to get tested because various governors and such are like, who needs to test? It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Versus here, so many people want to test. And that's why you can't get in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so luckily Aaron finally was able to find me an appointment for this Tuesday. Aaron did get tested on Friday and tested negative. So that's something working for us, right? Mm-hmm. But I've been like, not like super duper sick, but like I've had like cold, like head coldy symptoms and congestion and kind of a tightness in my chest a little bit, shortness of breath, that sort of thing mm-hmm. since like Tuesday. And I'm mostly better now. I don't feel like stuffed up in the same way. Just like a little tired. But the reason that we're just assuming, I mean, you kind of just have to assume if you can't get tested. But, you know, this this happened what or was it monday that i first felt it i don't remember it was a day or two that's right it was tuesday because monday which was two days after we got home from minnesota my mom let us know that she had tested positive and was sick Mm. and of course we had spent you know a bunch of time with her so yeah that's my i'm podcasting under a nominal amount of duress but yeah I think the worst is behind me at this point, and by next weekend I should be in the clear one way or another. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm so glad you brought this up so that my hypochondria can kick into overdrive yet again. My pleasure. (laughs) Uh, That's been my problem, is like, I'm like 99% sure I'm not sick, but whenever someone mentions it or I think about it, suddenly I feel like gravely ill. Uh (laughs) Not like gravely ill, but it's just like... Oh gosh, like yeah, my throat like kind of hurts now. And it's like no, my throat has felt fine all freaking day <laughs> until you start talking about it. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, now I'm feeling kind of warm and like. <laughs> yep. Uh. Well, luckily, well, Aaron also got sick for. Aaron got like more sick for less time. Mm-hmm. Like she got like had a had a small fever for a day, and seemed to have been hit a bit harder. Versus mm-hmm. I've mostly just been, like, had, like, strong cold-like symptoms for many days now. Mm-hmm. Which in some way is more annoying. I'd rather get more sick for a shorter period of time because I hate the feeling of having a cold. It's mm-hmm. just really annoying. It's just always with you. And you forget what it was like to not be like this immediately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But mostly good otherwise. Um, and actually sort of the benefit of this indirectly is this weekend I basically resigned myself to, well, I'm not going to be doing anything, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not really going to be leaving the apartment much at all. I'm just going to be hanging around. And so Aaron Mm -hmm. and I actually got a lot of like reorganization and cleaning and stuff done around the apartment, which was really good. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going back into this week feeling like everything is everything is in its place. Things are in a better spot overall. <coughs> Gosh. Uh, things are in a better spot overall. Um, we did a good job like cooking this entire week. We uh, 
we ended up eating out one night, the one night that I was, we were both feeling the most sick kind of at the same time. Um, we ended up ordering like from a mac and cheese place that's nearby because we had gift cards from my parents from Christmas. So it ended up, you know, not really mattering. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been trying to do our best not to spend money on eating out. And so far we've done a really good job. So that's been nice. Um, that's kind of been the, the hidden benefit of being cramped up is that there's no point in tr- trying to spend my time doing something else. Like I can't worry about wanting to go outside instead of like cooking because I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you been Grant? Oh, I've been just dandy. Good. You know, living life yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I feel like I haven't done anything the past few days, but that's probably because I haven't done anything the past few days, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the logical reasons. Yeah, it's funny um, how that works. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we got some snow, and I caught, I remembered that we were going to get snow just in time to park my car inside before it started snowing, so I didn't have good. to wipe off my car. What a luxury. I feel like I'm living large over here, not having to wipe the snow off my car. <laughs> um, That's right. Snow still exists. Yeah, snow. <laughs> what do you mean snow Snow still exists? Like, we got, we got back here, and part of it has been most of this week I haven't been outside, of course, but also, like, mm-hmm. today, since I was feeling much better, like, I haven't, like, I haven't felt, like, really bad at all, but, you know, I haven't been coughing or sneezing much at all today. I just feel like you know, a little short of breath. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided, okay, I'm going to go out for a quick walk, you know, keep a mask on and just go walk around the block. And it was so nice outside that my brain just like completely forgot that it's cold other places. <laughs> like it hasn't even occurred to me to check the weather in Minnesota or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, Oh no, we had our month of winter and now it's just beautiful again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, well, aren't yeah. you just a special boy? You already had your month of winter. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh goodness gracious! Great balls of fire, Jerry Lee Lewis, killing it, killing the game. See, th- this is where I am. But, the yeah. the other knock on effect. I was like, overall, I feel better, but I know that my brain is just slower right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just grasping at straws trying to think of things to talk about. Like I knew that I know that I had things that I wanted to say. Well, I got something if you want time to please think. I got me, some Grant. new members of my family. Hey. Uh, this last week. Uh none of like they're both plants. First of all, Let, let's just Okay. <laughs> I noticed how that that's sounded. Still, I was like, still Wait. exciting. Yeah, so did I got you, two new plants. I'm excited about that. Did you That's, go back to the store post-sale? Yes, or post, like, them getting a new Oh, right, uh, post-new shipment. Stock. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Uh, and so I got them. Um, I spent more than I should have, but it was also, like, it was less of me, like, spending. Like, the value wasn't the value of, like, oh, this is how much these plants are worth. It was the value of, like, the feeling of success by being able to cross something off my to-do list that's been on my to-do list for a while. (laughs) And so like when I was there and I was looking, I was like, yeah, these are a bit more expensive than I want to spend. But it's like, nah, like I'm here, like 
how much is the amount of time worth it for me that it will take to go somewhere, find somewhere else to go and go somewhere else to check this item off my to-do list? Uh-huh. Like That's really funny. Like the amount of money I would save by doing that is not worth the time it will take. Um, so, yes, I have two new plants. Now I just have to decide about if I want to like put them in different pots or something, but they're just sitting in the freaking plastic pots that they came in for now. Do you name uh, your plants at all? Uh, I, I haven't recently and I haven't named okay. these ones. Okay. Um, but what kind, what I, kind of plants are they? So I can look them up and at least get a, a sense for them. Uh, generic house plants. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Aaron is very fond of, now that we have several house plants, Aaron yeah. is very fond of referring to them by their proper names. Let's call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't really keep them straight. But I've gotten used to hearing them, and so I wasn't yeah. sure if you also, you know, yeah. used used common names or scientific names or what have you. So or if you just don't care, like one is the like generic like viney leafy uh, plant, uh-huh. um, and the other one is like the bundle of big tall leaves. Uh, the only way, the only name I know. The second one from is I know it as mother in law's tongue. Um, because okay, it's impossible I, to I kill. I have heard of this. Uh, what's it actually supposed to be called? I Are see uh, Dracaena trifasciata. Yeah, Tri- that, that's trifasciata, maybe. Yes, yes, that's that's the one. Okay, um, that's a nice looking, looking type of plant. Yeah. And so I was just getting stuff that's hard to kill. Um, that's a good thing. Green, yeah, because yeah, yeah. The other, uh, um, well, I guess, man, I am just so all over the place. Um, so where are you looking to put these plants? Um, currently they're just sitting on the mantle above my fireplace. Okay. <laughs> a natural resting place for a plant. I can't tell if you're saying that sarcastically or not. I am. I don't even remember you having a fireplace. Where is that in relation to everything else? Oh, yeah. I got a fireplace. Well, what? you probably... So it's like... Is it in the living room area? Yeah. I just don't even remember. Is it to the right of the couch, kind of? Um. So, like, if you're standing in the, in the, like, the front doorway... Yeah. It's so like, like straight ahead from there? Yeah, it's at like eleven o'clock ten or eleven o'clock. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I just so I it's just like totally, in that corner. Yeah, yeah. I'm just totally blinking that out. I yeah. I I understand like where it would be based on my visual map of your apartment. I just like totally forgot that it even existed. Oh yeah. Um, but you didn't have a nice, you know, toasty fire when I walked in when I visited you uh, last year, so no, I didn't. Um, funny st- <laughs> You can cut me off if I've already told you this story. Uh, but so the fireplace didn't work until like uh, until I got back after Christmas. So like probably two weeks ago is when I got it working. Because um, I came back after Christmas and like my apartment was like kind of cold. Like I, I turned the temperature down when I left. But like it was a bit colder than I expected. And then I like was like, okay, hey, let's just turn the heat up and like then it'll get nice. I turned the heat up and it was like not getting very warm very quickly huh. 
And then, like, I started noticing that, like, all the air coming in the vents was, like, real cold. And so I was like, okay, I'll... Because I'd been meaning to get the fireplace working because I hadn't actually used it since moving in. And so I was like, well, maybe this will help. Let me me figure out how to work this fireplace. So I, like, went through all the rigmarole to, like, get the gas back turned back on for that. And, like, uh... And it's just, like, I don't know. I'm... Oh, gosh, this is turning into a grand story. Um... (laughs) You can do it. It's okay. I, it's anyway. So I got a, I got it fired up, and like the only way I found to like turn it on and off is like there's an on and off switch like underneath it, like behind the like grate where all like the knobs and buttons are, uh-huh. you know. And so it was like kind of annoying because like yo, I gotta like get down, like bend down and like open up a door and like flick in there to turn the switch every time I wanted to turn on. But anyway, that helped heat up my apartment. But then it was like I shut it off before I went to bed that night. Then, like, I woke up the next morning, and my apartment was really freaking cold again. I was like, what the heck is going on? And then, like, the heater kicked on, and, like, it was just cold air coming out of the vents. I was like, oh, okay, there's something wrong here. And so, like, I called my landlord about it, and, like, they sent a maintenance person. Turns out, like, my heater hadn't been turned all on all, like, fall slash winter so far. Uh, <laughs> which would explain why it was kind of cold and why it wasn't getting warmer. Because um, I think it was literally just, like, my apartment getting heated by those around me. Yeah. Um but That's funny. Yeah. Uh but then unrelated to the original well, vaguely related cuz it's the fireplace. Then so there's a light switch on the wall like next to where the fireplace is and like one of the lights turns on a ceiling light that like points down at the mantle above the fireplace. But the other one like I have spent months trying to figure out what that freaking light switch went to. <laughs> turns out you don't have to go underneath the fireplace to turn it on every time. Once you have the gas hooked up properly, when you flip that switch, it turns on. Imagine that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, my parents have a... Actually, what would be a nice-looking gas fireplace. Like, it's it's visible on three sides. Like, it juts out of the wall in their townhome across from the staircase. And it worked for a few months when they moved in. And then at some point, it broke... And I think my dad tried to fix it. Maybe the landlord, I don't remember. But in either case, it's been broken for about 10 years now. So, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big deal, but it's, it's kind of funny. Like, it would be nice. It would have been nice to have for Christmases and stuff. It would be very, very pleasant and, mm-hmm. and good looking instead of, you know, a Yule log on our TV. But you get what you can get. <laughs> yeah. And you so, don't make a fit. That's right. Yeah. Huh. The other Ooh. thing I didn't manage to do, though, do th- a thing on my to-do list that I managed to get done, thanks to me being sick all weekend, is I finally caught up on podcasts from mm. being home. I had quite the queue built up, mm-hmm. but I managed to burn through them all, which actually felt really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, especially, it was, it was, What? How many podcasts do you listen to regularly? Regularly? Man, let's see. Um, okay. So, let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. There's about eight that release every single week. Okay. There's another... Probably four or five that release every other week, and then a handful more that release around once a month or infrequently enough that they're just kind of whenever. 
so a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I, I had a meeting with some people on Friday, and a question came up about like, "Oh, are you, are you guys into podcasts?" And I was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> am I!" Oh boy! And I looked at the stats because I've had I've been using the same podcast app for the entirety of me listening to podcasts. So it keeps statistics on how often I listen, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I ran the numbers, and I've averaged a little more than two hours per day for five years. Oh, my gosh. So the, the official stat that it gives me is since December 1st, 2016, which is when I first created an account on this podcast app, You've listened for 178 days and 16 hours. Wow. And there's been about eight, there's been a little over 1800 days during that period of time. Mm-hmm. So when, when I, you know, you do the division, it's around 9% of the time. 9% of my life has been spent listening to, to a podcast. Not my life, the last five years, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. Holy crap. But I've saved three days and 14 hours by skipping like skipping commercials or whatever. Mm. So. Wow. It adds up. How how efficient. Yep. Uh, do, you, do you always listen at uh, intended speed? No. Uh, a lot of the weekly podcasts that I listen to are like tech news kind of podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a large chunk of what I listen to. And I listen to almost all of those on... 1.1 or 1.2 so I, I don't go crazy i never listen to things at 1.5 or two times speed i just don't work that way like part of the reason i enjoy podcasts is like the entertainment aspect mm-hmm. but for those just sort of a couple people talking you know they're just chatting about whatever i find speeding it up is totally fine a little bit mm-hmm. um the other podcasts that i listen to are that are much more like story focus like i listen to a couple of actual play podcasts where they're playing D D or something like that i won't ever change the speed on those because it just kind of feels wrong mm-hmm. so yeah hmm. there you go so yeah it's uh, and i've only been doing the variable speed thing for you know uh probably less than a year is when i actually switched over to doing some things on variable speed mm-hmm. and so my app reports that i've saved about 21 hours by doing variable speed which is a lot but on the context of 178 days of listening time not Mm -hmm. a lot very so yeah uh just a drop in the bucket in mark's listening history yeah so it's just another one of those stats that's funny kind of in the same way that when i looked at the amount of time that i spent playing mario kart it's also very funny (laughs) so (laughs) 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 what funny you said it was funny so i laughed well i've spent about well i think i've told you this right it's over 300 hours i think in the past you three did and a half years. not friggin' tell me this wait what yeah i had no idea you played so much mario kart yeah so i guess 12 and a half days i've spent playing mario kart in the last few years oh my gosh you know, some of this is not mutually exclusive. A lot of my time spent playing Mario Kart is also spent listening to a podcast at the same time. Oh. Um, but yeah, well, I I don't play as much Mario Kart now. Well, actually, this weekend I played a lot of Mario Kart. But in the grand scheme of things, over the last year, 
my Mario Kart playing has drastically reduced compared to my first year or two with it when I was living alone. And I would play a lot of Mario Kart in my free time. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so good at it. Okay. What? <laughs> We've talked about this, haven't I feel like, there's no way we haven't talked about this. When I learned like, that we, I we could... We probably talked about this a few years ago. When I, no, but like recent, like last year, I was informed, like I, I discovered through... I think Neil or someone, I don't remember, someone informed me that, hey, like, online play against random other people is a thing in Mario Kart. And so I'm I I'm totally unaware it. of this. We definitely haven't talked about it. Okay, so I learned this. It's just it's just in the app. It says online play, but I'd only ever used it to play directly against Aaron. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that you could use it to play against, like, friends. Yeah. But it never really occurred to me to go out into the open world and see who else is playing Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, and... You know, sort of realizing in my head, this could be a humbling experience, right? Because mm-hmm. first you have to start, you have to start off really low. They put you, so standard Mario Kart is 150 CC is the speed level. That's like the default for everything. Mm-hmm. That's what most people are used to. But if you're playing with like a little kid, you may want to bump that down. And so when you first start playing online, you get like a default ranking, kind of like a chess ranking. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you start out at 100cc, which is really boring. And eventually, you know, it, t- it didn't take long for me to move up to 150cc and then up to 200cc, which is the fastest. Most people, mm. I would bet, who have played Mario Kart have never played 200cc. It's way faster. But that's what I play at now mm. that I'm really good at it. And I was like, well, let's see how this goes. And sure enough, I'm exactly as good as I thought I was. I rarely lose when I play online what like you know you're playing a race against 12 people and i'm typically getting first second or third most of the time getting first holy crap so and i don't play online that often um but every once in a while i'll be like oh yeah let's try playing online and then i crush it i'm like cool that was fun (laughs) wow (laughs) so you know lots of practice kids put in your put 300 hours into something you may become pretty okay at it (laughs) (laughs) may become moderately acceptable and I mean, these are these are these numbers are funny because I know like I had lots of friends in high school who had put in that much time playing like Call of Duty or something, right? Mm-hmm. When a new game would come out, you'd hear them spending hundreds of hours on some game, mm-hmm. and it always sounded crazy to me. And then I found the game that would let me do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turns out it's Mario Kart. Okay, so we're going to continue on to Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal by Zach uh, Wiener-Smith. Um, so we've got, is this, can I just ask some questions, Mark? Yeah. Because we got a new format of a web, is is the uh, title right below random, is that like the title of this comic or... No, no, no. The, there's no just, the, his individual comics are not titled. So the okay, yeah. So at the top of the comic, it says "Holy Bible Abridged." Oh, okay. Never mind. You, so you probably have a lot of random crap on your web page. So uh, is that unrelated? Yeah. Just focus on the part that's in a black <laughs> okay. box. Okay. And the text that's immediately right, below. Right it. below. Okay. Okay. Um, are you sure that's because like it's really okay. Anyway, I promise. It's totally unrelated. <laughs> Perfect. So we've got two people sitting at a sitting at a small table. Um, got a man and a woman, and the woman appears to be like holding a champagne flute or something, some sort of beverage. Uh, and she's uh, she's saying, "Of course, 
Much of Kierkegaard's religious philosophy can be traced back to his being a Taurus. A man looking towards her. Possibly, but... Wait, what? You... Oh? Oh? And this panel is uh, captioned, Dumpiphany, the realization that the reason the entire conversation has been difficult to follow is that you're talking to an idiot. <laughs> Do you have any Dumpiphanies on this podcast, Mark? <laughs> no, don't worry. I knew you were going to say something like that, but as per usual, I'm not here to just insult you. That's just a byproduct. Oh, um, not here just to insult me. I see. <laughs> I appreciate but, the verbiage here. Of course. I'm careful in how I talk. Uh, no, so I wanted to pull a Grant connection here. Oh, no. But it better be dumb epiphany because that's a good word. No, no, no. Uh, so Taurus, right? What's the what's the symbol for Taurus, Grant? A bull. A bull, correct. And bulls, that's often associated with the running of the bulls, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, which, you know, is, is sort of a, a historical event of sorts. I'm pretty sure it takes place somewhere in Spain, right? Yeah. I'm I'm curious about what sort of, like, old or even ancient traditions or events you would be interested in, in viewing, at least. Not necessarily participating in. Aww. I think we'd all probably suck at that, but uh, viewing. Wait, say so ancient what? Like traditions or events or something like that, traditions whether they're one, a single events. a single instance of something or a recurring event. Uh huh. Um, that's a good question. Let me think of something that I'm willing to say aloud. <laughs> uh. Let's see, an, a, a Roman orgy? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. The first thing, given the the banner above my comic. The okay. first thing that popped into my head was the crucifixion of Christ. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I wouldn't actually really want to be there, but like... Sometimes it's helpful to say things out loud to see if you actually agree with them. That's okay. Um, I do that all the time. Yeah. I feel like it would be cool to be there. Um, Okay, but like... Like, are these one-time events or repeating events? It, I, I'm fine with that. Like the running of the bulls is a recurring event, right? Yeah. What well, still happens and, and, too, and and so would be like I assume like the ancient Olympics would be a repeating event. But I'm also fine with like a one-time event mm-hmm. or something with a undefined repetition, like gladiatorial combat or something like that. I don't really care. Yeah. Cast your mind I, back. I feel like I wouldn't want to go back anything nearly that far. Okay, um, just for your own safety, or just because I feel like I would suddenly notice the world was a lot crappier than I even knew it was. Uh-huh. Like I feel like I know the ancient world sucked in a lot of ways, but like I feel like I would suddenly learn that it was like a lot more sucky than I even understood. Yeah, um, I mean, I think you can go back 150 years and probably still get that general sense. Yeah, I feel like it would be cool to I don't know. Um, I'm answering this question so poorly. <laughs> well, here, let me give you a, let me give you a prompt then. This just, this wasn't even what I was aiming at, but this just came into my mind as something I feel like we could attend together and both enjoy. Oh? Which is like an old fashioned, like organ battle that you used to hear about that like people like Bach Whoa. or Mozart would participate in where they would like 
you know, they're traveling around and they're sponsored by some rich person and they just like go right up into some church and then they like play organ at each other and the crowd sort mm-hmm. of decides who wins. Like a rap battle, but more Exactly. More classical. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down for that. That'd be pretty lit. That would be fun. Um that would actually be pretty dope. What about like I'm trying to think of like disruptive science that was done Ooh. by people who like didn't have a place in like the scientific like uh not pantheon but like like the establishment and like being in the room with someone who was like reading a paper coming from some nobody that just like destroyed all their theories and just proved they were full of trash yeah uh and them just being like oh whoa dang hmm. um like things that spring to mind are like einstein's stuff or just like being in the room when they're just like who the heck is this dude and what's this crap that he's spouting that like definitely can't be true and then like give it some time and they're like oh wait oh dang he might be right what if yeah. he's right <laughs> oh gosh it looks like he's right yeah i have a feeling that that stuff didn't happen in like a, a day you know no it's like you got to be there for years yeah which would be the downside of it yep yeah because i know that like there's obviously lots of stuff like that throughout all of all branches of math and science because you know the ones relating mm-hmm. to math spring to mind for me but definitely like you know modern physics would be very interesting to see how that unfolds i bet you there's just like weird and, and you may not even know what they would be but I'm sure you could find some Wikipedia page of, like, notable chemistry experiments that you would just want to, like, observe for the first time and see how people reacted. Mm-hmm. Ha, huh, reacted. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They're noble gases, Grant, you see? <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> uh, oh, I feel like it'd be cool to be there at the Trinity test. I feel like that'd be cool. Or, like... Not cool, but, like, horrifying, but also kind of cool in, like, a totally horrific way. Is that the nuclear bomb test? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what would be thrilling. The oil drop experiment. (laughs) Have I? We've talked about this, correct? Uh, That you had to do that? Yeah, so you are are aware of my feelings about this experiment, correct? Yeah, Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I did a, I th- and I'm sure I told you at the time that we did a much, I mean, this was in AP Physics, but maybe you had to do something. Did you take AP Physics? Did you do Physics no. X? No. That's what I thought. Um, but maybe you had to do something similar in Physics X, where we were given a bunch of different, like, amounts of paper clips, and we had to try to deduce the weight of a, si- the mass of a single paper clip. So basically do the data analysis of the oil drop experiment. <laughs> oh, god. But on paper clips. That's actually, like, interesting yeah it was like instructive but you know not not like exciting (laughs) yeah so i don't know it would be interesting to see uh that's a much less painful version of what we had to do (laughs) true i feel like Like it would have given me all of the like scientific understanding without all the pain Uh uh-huh have you seen the video of the pitch experiment the video i am on i I believe I'm familiar with the experiment, but I'm unfamiliar with the video part. So it's a, I mean, you can find it right now. I think it's still on, I'm I'm very confident it's still ongoing. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in Britain where there's just, 
a container of pitch, and -hmm. every so often it falls in a glob that continues to show that it's liquid. But you can just find videos of it happening because, like, it's always being recorded. Yeah, but can you can you see a drop dropping? Because I thought that's never been videotaped before. Not a like drop, but like a glob, like a big amount. I think will sometimes just fall. Yeah, but it's not like a single drop, you know. Well, like uh, yeah, it, uh, it's not like it's way too like thick for that. Well, the like yeah. Anyway, um, that would be cool. But yeah. seeing like the first time that that happened. Just being able to be there. The first drop dropping? Yeah, it's uh, December 1938, according to uh, yeah. the University of Queensland experiment. Yeah, first drop fell 1938. The most recent, the ninth drop, was April 2014. Was that videotaped? Because I, I still thought that, like, last time I had heard of the experiment is that there had been, like, less than 10 drops and so it's probably after the 2014 drop and that there's still never been anyone in the room when the drop had finally dropped completely maybe you are correct i i totally no now looking at this wikipedia page like i definitely believe you um there's also this funny one in 2014 a pitch drop experiment had been recently rediscovered at a university in wales dating from 1914 Holy but crap. the pitch is more viscous or the average temperature is lower. This experiment has not yet produced its first drop and is not expected to for over a thousand years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yeah, it's, being able to say that you witnessed the first one, like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. First drop fell. Huh. I love this, like, <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I love, like, the lo- lo-fi bar chart or whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, like, a box, just like everything else, with just, like, this gray bar in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm not even sure what, what is that, is the bar, re- okay, the bar represents months between yeah. drops. Super useful. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. Oh, there we go. That I was about to say. I was like, why is it getting longer? And then there's a note that explains exactly what I was wondering. There you go. Glad you're able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. No, I was totally right. Trinity College Dublin Experiment. The pitch dripped around 1700 IST on 11th July 2013, making the first time that pitch drop was a pitch drop was successfully recorded on camera. Okay. So there you go. That's cool. Huh. Sorry. I'm sure that us reading Wikipedia pages makes great audio content. (laughs) I cut out most of it. It's fine. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um. Well, in either case, is is this the best answer that we have is science experiments? Like, kind of. Okay, I'd want to witness the moon landing. Okay. Like, like witness witness or just like... Oh, can be I alive for it is that being an on TV. Option? I don't know. Like, if it's an option, yeah, I'd witness witness it. Okay. Uh, but like, even just being like alive and witnessing it like live on TV, I feel like that'd be cool. Can't disagree with that. Okay, Grant has brought "Heart of the City" by Steens. We have a heart, 
running, looking very uh, frantic, perhaps. Uh, there's wind whistling across the frame as in the foreground we have uh, a $10 bill uh, fluttering across the ground. And also next to Hart as she's running by is a young boy looking just kind of a little bit surprised, I guess, as Hart is yelling, Dean, help me, my $10 blew away. And Dean just rails into Hart. Uh <clears throat> Arms up, <laughs> mouth wide, eyes wide, saying, Dang it, Hart, I knew something like this would happen. You were waving that stupid bill everywhere. And they both start chasing now, uh, closing in on the $10 bill as Hart says, When my mother dies, I'll give you the job, okay, Dean? And Dean says, No thanks, you can't afford me anymore. Can't. I don't know if I landed on that enough. Or you have now. <sighs> Ever lost money in the wind, Mark? No, okay, I have a good lost money story. Here we go. When I was in middle school, I think it was middle school, must have been middle school, I had a duct tape wallet. Classic. And I went up with a couple friends to the local baseball field in Hamel. And it, we were in like the main big baseball field, so you know we were, we were familiar with this. We had, I had put my stuff in the dugout, and we were out screwing around in the field. And I went back, and my wallet was empty, and none of us saw anyone. Like we have no idea how this happened, or like who would have been responsible. But one mm-hmm. way or another, I lost like forty five dollars then. Holy crap! Yeah. So that's my that's my lost money story. I thought it was going to be a much more fun story than that. Holy crap, no. that sucks. When is losing money fun, Grant? I thought it was going to be like I lost money and then found it and then like... Because like my losing no. money is like I hide money somewhere and then I forget that I hid it there. And then like years later I find it and it's like free money out of nowhere. Okay, fine. I ha- I found several gift cards, including a $50 Barnes & Noble gift card, in my drawer the other month. That's cool. So, there you go. There's my happy story. Yay! Because <laughs> I'm incapable of dealing with sadness at this point in my life. So, yay! There you go. But yeah, uh, that's my losing money story. Yeah. Uh, well, that sucks. I'm very sorry that you didn't find your money or find money, period. <laughs> um, yeah. I've told you about the time that I found a lot of money, though, right? I don't think so. It was sixth grade, and I was homesick from school. And my mom took me to Cub because she needed to go to Cub. And I was sick and had sixth grade, so she brought me along. And I was roaming around the aisles with her, and I turned the corner, and here's this wad of cash on the ground. What? And so, you know, I, I, I you know, pick it up and I bring it to my mom. I'm like, look, I found this on the ground. She's like, cool, we should go turn it into the, you know, store manager, whatever the heck, right? So we do so. I promptly forget about it. Uh, a month later, my mom picks me up from school, and she's like, hey, guess what? Cub called, and they said that no one came back to claim that cash, so it's yours. What? Like, cool. So I go, and I get it picked up, and the manager of the store is like, oh, we have to take a picture of me like handing this over and you shaking my hand. We're going to put you in the Cub newsletter. Uh, <laughs> about how we have such honest, you know, our, you know, our, our customers have such honest awesome kids sort of a thing you know 
<laughs> and so there's a picture of me in the official Cub weekly newsletter that my dad, I'm sure, still has somewhere. Whoa. Of me re- shaking this guy's hand and receiving an envelope that contained about $320 in cash. Holy crap. And I bought a cheap drum set with that money. That's baller. Yeah. That's super cool. Nothing like yep. that's ever happened to me. <laughs> so that that makes up for the forty-five dollars that got stolen from me, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was about the same time frame too. You know, within a couple of years, I think. So. Wow. So you're a rich man. Something like that. I lived a really exciting life like fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. I know someone who found, who was in the, not even found, was in the Cub Weekly Newsletter. That's right. The official Cub Weekly Newsletter. Does Cub even, yeah, Cub still exists, right? Yeah. It'd be cooler if they didn't exist anymore, but. I'm going to look up if I can find their newsletter, if I can find like an archive of their news. I can't. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure my dad still has it, though. Uh, That's funny. So, yeah. Anything else you wanted to talk about on this front? Well, Cub is only in Minnesota and Illinois. That's weird. Yikes, Illinois. Tell me about it. Makes me feel bad for them. Yeah, that's when all I, I got. When I zoom in on Plymouth, it's like not showing Cub as like a thing. Oh, get shrecked. I don't know if it still that's exists weird. there anymore. Oh, there it is. No, it does. It just wasn't like the map wasn't updating. Okay. But we got it. We got, we got it. got it. All right. Well, that was thrilling. You got to learn so many dude. stories about me that I thought I had certainly told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we still do have secrets. Ha ha ha. 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 Okay.